Hey guys and welcome. It is Behind the Bunker Monday night. We are back after a uncomfortable holiday with my in-laws are still here. <laughs> Thanks, Josh. Um, yeah, so welcome to our paintball show, guys. We've been off for two weeks and uh, whether you like it or not, we are back. So thank you guys for joining us. Uh, tonight's broadcast is going to be brought to you in part by Manscaped. Head on over to Manscaped, even though it's after Christmas. Put in BTB20 and get 20% off uh, anything on their site. The best boxer you see, baby! Men said I'm the best boxer in the UFC! As the best boxer in the UFC, Max only wears the best. Introducing the Manscaped Boxers 2.0. Designed with the jewel pouch for comfort and support. Plus six colorways to choose from. Go to manscaped.com and order the best boxers today. All right, welcome back, guys. Tonight uh, with me, I have Josh Zubizabrick is back. Yeah. Despite your adamant letter writing campaigns, I'm still here. Well, it's funny you say and that. And in the greatest sweater ever created. I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do something here real quick. I was going to do it later in the show, but this message comes to us from... A real person? Blake. Just definitely not a fake account. Blake Weisgarger, he says, can you post Zuby's other podcast so we can downvote it and get him <laughs> back on our show? <laughs> well, so, so far it's only got downvotes, so I don't know if you downvote <laughs> again, it'll, it'll actually work. But. Well, I know it has our equipment. That's all I know. Um, Just some. We also have Gavin Sharma from Terratech Industries. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Happy New Year. It is 2023, and BTB is still here. We're grateful that you've joined us. Uh, make sure you hit that like and share and tag a friend or three because it's a new year, new season of crap, and I'm glad you can join us. And uh, speaking of crap, we have Joe Kimson. Nice. Greetings, <laughs> and thanks for tuning in tonight in uh, beautiful Behind the Bunker tonight. Welcome back to 2023. We're into our, uh, what show number is this? 470. No, it's yeah. long. Is it? Uh, well, no. Uh, podcast four seventy episode five hundred and sixty eight. Five hundred sixty eight oh. hours of your time or longer days, Monday nights of your time we've taken up. We apologize, but we're here for a while. So tune in and enjoy. It's garbage <laughs> night. We apologize, but we're gonna keep going. Devin Schwartz says, "Behind the bunker ball sack or behind the ball sack two thousand twenty three campaign starting strong." I just like that. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, so thank you guys for joining us. If you don't mind, hit that like and share button just so people know that we are back live. We did take two weeks off. Uh, thank you to of. Yeah, I, I don't think we've ever done ever. that. Ever. Yep. So thank you to all of you that sent messages going, are you guys not live? Are you... I was on holidays getting messages that uh, wondering where the stream was. And people were also liking and commenting on our old videos that were in the stream. But I, I apologize, but thank you guys for... Uh, what are you apologizing for? We, we were entitled to spend time with <laughs> other people. Damn right. Go <laughs> suck it, people. <laughs> suck it long and hard. <laughs> Jeff, um, Jeff Thompson prefers watching this to his posts. And Steve Abar says hello from Australia. Hello. Nice. Good day, Steve. Good day. <laughs> good day. Good, good tomorrow. Uh, I want to go back to that ball sack thing for a second. <laughs> Yeah, if, uh, of course you if do. we started a second podcast after this one that was just like 10 minutes long and just talked about ball sacks, how long do you think we'd be picked up by Manscaped? Uh, pretty quickly. We're pretty talented. Shut down just as fast. <laughs> Probably. Um, huh. Tonight on the show, <laughs> you we might could, be we could do it. <laughs> we could do it. We're already here. I'll tell you, the first half of the show might not have a lot of paintball content, but we'll get there, ladies and gentlemen. Um, paintball discussion for tonight is, do you enjoy big games and scenarios? Why slash why not? We'll get to your uh, comments and concerns a little bit later on. Uh, Joe, we're going to talk about paintball extravaganza in a second, but before we do that, did you guys see the new Exalt? I did not see that. Product. This is brand new. Pew, pew. Pew, pew. Like Mountain, Mountain Dew. Dew. Yeah. Pew, pew. It's pretty good. Very well done, Mr. Ed or Nolan or whoever came up with that. Uh, paintball extravaganza. Extravaganza coming up extravaganza soon. Extravaganza is coming up for us in, and it's not very extravagant because there's a lower price now, isn't there? Uh, I don't know if there's a lower price. I don't have anything lower. It's ninety nine dollars per night at the hotel room, February twenty eighth to March second. It takes place at the Avante Palms Avante Resort and Conference Center in Orlando, Florida, minutes away from Disney. There's a shuttle from the airport. It's the place to be, to mingle, learn, and talk to like-minded individuals about paintball and action sports. Oh, we've this done just, that before. This just what is in going hot on? off the press. I knew I had a sheet that said something about it. 
So the room rates have been reduced to $89. <gasps> wow. Shut the front and door. are what still waiving the daily resort fee of 14 bucks. So great. And then the other thing is, at some point we were telling people that there was a free shuttle from the airport to Avante. It's not free, but there is a shuttle. Okay. Oh. So you get savings on the room, but the shuttle is... We apologize if we were saying that wrong. So now, how much does the shuttle cost? Uh, this isn't one of those. Oh, it's eighty-eight dollars a night, but it's a thousand dollars to get from the airport <laughs> to the hotel. Their shuttle is a black car stretched, so I'm not sure how much it is. Oh. Yeah. So thank you uh, for Rick on clarification of that. If you guys are on a team, he's, he's probably losing his crap. Oh yeah, it's not free shuttles. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta lose my shirt here, guys. <laughs> Don't promise a free shuttle, damn it. And free dinners each night too. Yeah. And if you'd like I to have just breakfast see him with the hotel. Rick every morning, <laughs> I can just see him call in the hotel. Yeah. Um, listen, the media has um, promised free shuttles now. Can you do that too, please? <laughs> Poor Rick's gonna be out there in his car. Hey, what do we want next? <laughs> is there a continental breakfast? Uh, I don't know. Can we start telling I'm everyone not- there is so the hotel gets one? Yeah, Ixnay on the continental snake. I'm like, is now now Rick's gonna be cooking breakfast in the morning? <laughs> He's gonna be the rickshaw the whole day. <laughs> He's gonna rickshaw, Rick breakfast. He's gonna be cracking eggs in his uh, coffee maker urn, Rick, Rick make scrambled. <laughs> oh well, ladies and gentlemen, if you're on a team, want to be on a team, or hope to be on a team, get a hold of Ruthless. They have their 2023 player packages now available. You guys, get a hold of uh, John. Let him know we sent you. There's some good rates right there are these the tiger stripe rates uh i'm sure if you custom design a, a jersey with tiger stripe he'll take care of you there you go um super game oh. maryland coming up august 18th to 20th make sure you guys check that out uh see anybody down there schwarzenator make sure you sign up for the schwarzenator yep. absolutely that is a like an artist rendition of did you know that mr schwartz is a uh, professional artist he does uh, pastels, so he did the poster. That's where that's where nice. it comes from. Yeah, that looks had no, good. Had nothing to do with any AI generated artwork. Or no, anything. no, no. That's the second best game poster I've ever seen. <laughs> Was this first one something with your face on it? <sighs> I don't think my face is yeah. on any game posters. Yeah, 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 yeah for sure. Yeah, because remember, I had to Photoshop for days to make it look appropriate. No, I, my favorite one is I can't remember who did it. But someone sent us a game poster. It is by far my favorite because it did not have where it was or when dates, it was. Yeah. <laughs> or something else. Where was the date? Or the field location. Something else. Oh, field location. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like the trifecta of. And Argemans in the uh, the chat says the sauerkraut is part of the continental breakfast as well. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah, so if you know it, if you've been following the show, that means no continental breakfast. I don't know if I can get on a plane with that much sauerkraut in my luggage, can I? Um, he gets busted for having crouch strapped to him. I, I will you tell know, you. You know how they go through and they swab your hands for bomb juice? They swab them for crouch juice, too. Gavin, you weren't here when Josh sullied into the studio and he sat down and says, Oh, damn, I forgot the sauerkraut on my kitchen counter at home. <laughs> sure, you did. I was in, sure I was in you such did. a hurry to leave. I even said Todd a video of me making it. <laughs> Yeah, and I do appreciate the sausage music. Um, yes. WCPL, what does that stand for? World Classic Paintball League. We're going to talk about the, more of that over the next couple of weeks. But February 18th and 19th is their first uh, event in Southern California at Ambush uh, Event Center. Make sure you guys check that out. Go to... Um, I don't see the information here in front of me, but go to WCPL or do a Google for that. And you guys will find all that information. Also, if you're local to us, the Ontario Paintball League has released its all-in Imperial program. Uh, If you guys are interested in saving some money, if you guys think you're going to win, get yourself signed up today. Paintball.media has released their new online magazine for this month featuring Fold a Gap. Uh, Make sure you guys check it out. And also the greatest tournament team of all time. Make sure you guys read up to find out whom... Or whom that was going to be. It's direct damage. I'm already ruining it. <laughs> Gotta be direct damage. <laughs> Has to be. How can it be anyone else? Um, Maybe the river rats? I don't know if you guys got riddled with things over Facebook and Instagram over Christmas and holidays, but this is something that I got sent. OX Tactical Chest Rig. Huh. It caught my eye because I have the same chest rig that I use for for uh, for flying. It's just like the... And it's, it's got like a little pouch on the front. Stuff. But why you want it is because it's... 
fireproof. Fire retardant. Fire. Well, I see fireproof on there. And that's but helpful for my Matt it's like, because he's the fire starter. <laughs> that's right. It's like, hey, that pack's on fire. I Oh, okay. That so I saw this too, but I, I had the name wrong. I thought it was Hugs and Kisses Tactical Chest Ring. <laughs> no, just X's oh, and O's. Yeah, they sent okay. me stuff too. Yeah. Did they actually send you one? No, they no. Then they me. didn't send you stuff. No, it was in a, uh, a it was in a package full of Tinder and fire starters, just to prove a point. Um, so if they sent us one, we could set it on fire, the box on fire, and if the chest rig survives, it would it smells like hickory. Apparently, it would just retard the fire. Oh, so, yeah. Um, we're gonna be playing. <laughs> I'm not going there. What? That's what the ad you says. You hear Gavin grinding his it's teeth. It's fire retardant. Here. Anyways, so paintball. Oh, sorry. Price is right, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to play a little bit of that later in the program. And what we do is we take ads that uh, we found that have sold on eBay, and we do kind of a Price is Right with it. Well, here's an ad I want to show you guys real quick as an example. Now, this one hasn't sold yet. This was just listed. Excessive JT jerseys rare. Dynasty, Empire, Eclipse, Die, Rage, Trauma, Carbon, and Heat. You get the whole team. They're all brand new. Take a wild guess of what they're selling for. Gavin? Is it the whole lot? It's the whole lot, so you get a full team's worth. I think you get the plastic bags and the... Yeah, let's, go, plastic let, bags. let's go 5000 5000 Okay, Joe? $750. Okay, I, yeah. I, I thought 1200 but now after Gavin's, I'm thinking it's not enough. Well, it's Todd's 10 head jerseys. Todd's head shot back like, well, what are you? 5000 What are you, ridiculous? Okay, well, whatever. It's fine. Mike Thompson says 10000 Well, but there's a rich Telford jersey there. 10 jerseys. Just read the damn <laughs> damn price. Give me. Well, if I don't ask Josh, he's going to get upset with me. So, Josh. Still 1200 1200 So, So, they're asking $7.5, $7,500 for these jerseys. I don't know why they're asking $7,500 for these jerseys. I asked Matt. He doesn't understand. Like he gets I that was they're rare. To justify it. They're yeah. not. They're not signed because they're still in the package. Maybe so. what I'll do is I'll follow this next week and see if I can find <laughs> find out what or if they have sold for. See, George Hayes has fifteen hundred. John Jones twenty four ninety. Joshua Strada four thousand. But really, would you spend four thousand oh, dollars? What I know, but that's, that's four hundred dollars a jersey. I will give him a hundred and. 110, 120 maybe if it's the Latin Saints, a full team brand new, I would pay Ooh. maybe even 150 okay. per now jersey. Now you're on the trolley. 7.5 yeah. is Latin Saints money. <laughs> That's true. Wolves with 950 bucks. Pesos, right? Yeah. Latin but Saints, 5.7.5 pesos? Well, Wolf, 950 Canadian dollars isn't going to get you one of those jerseys. Oh, I got a funny story about uh, Wolf. Uh-oh. I don't, I, I don't know if I can say it on the show. Never mind. Okay. <laughs> we'll talk. We'll do it in the after show. And if Wolf's still there, he can listen. He's driving down here right yeah. now. <laughs> so we were off for two weeks, ladies yeah. and gentlemen. Yes, Thank you guys for uh, for st- for uh, waiting us out and, and, and coming back to check us out live. Um, Gavin, you teased it before the show and you asked that. But I, I gave these guys for Christmas a bunch of behind the bunker paraphernalia. And included in that, I also gave them one of my fave, new fave gummies, and we were teasing about it and chatting about it before Christmas and on the Christmas show. Gavin, you alluded that you utilized them. Did anyone else utilize them over Christmas? Okay, I, I have not. I tried. I I, I <laughs> sent it. To, I sent it to the group chat. It was just. Uh, it was. It was delicious. Uh, very were flavorful. They were. And. Um, as those kids said, it slapped. And I think I I, I sent the, the message uh, uh, while sitting on the couch and couldn't get off the couch. Yeah, I was quite yeah, enjoying yeah. myself. Oh, is that way. what that text was supposed to say? <laughs> Slap. <laughs> I got it now. Yeah. yeah. So, no, it was quite, it was quite enjoyable. So, so I did you gift. have one or two? I had. You had whatever the contents was of the package? And I licked the package. Good yeah. for you. And they were tasty, though, aren't they? They were. Yeah. Like, if someone put them in a candy dish, you wouldn't know any different. No. Josh, did you try, you say? Yeah. And? Nothing. Did you have one or two? I had all of it. Wow. Plus some I had in the cupboard at home. Wow. I. It takes a lot. How, how do they compare to what you've had before? Since it's, it's it, hit no, you? it's comparable, but I just, uh, and I don't know why we're talking about this now. I just, yeah, I, yeah. I'm moving no, on. I, but no, but I, yeah, I, I quite enjoyed it. It was, uh, you know, it was, uh, it was something I would do again. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, I have more. Oh, nice. <laughs> okay. Sorry, I, can, I can tell you where to get more. Too. Excellent. Yeah. Um, I ha- we uh, my family and I went to uh, went to Disney over Christmas, unfortunately. But I, I took a couple pictures that I thought you guys would enjoy. 
So this is one of the premier rides that they had. It is a, um, it's in the Cars land. It's like the feature focal, focal one. But even in Disney, just so you guys know, crates rot. That's right as you're walking into oh, the ride. That is and interesting I, that they didn't uh, yeah, fix that. Exactly. And I'm telling you, this park is beautiful. I'll show you a couple other pictures in a second of, of what they had in the Cars part of the area. But that, Was that done on purpose, though? No. No, because oh. everything else was done well. But, like, take a look at this. This was, uh, they had a surplus-style store decorated for Christmas. And look what they used for garland. I don't know if you can tell on your screens. Is that camo netting? Yeah, the camo netting. Interesting, yeah. And then this was one of their Christmas trees made of rebar with sandbags underneath. Kind of neat. And this, I thought, was brilliant. I'd like to do this for at the field this year, hopefully. Oh, for sure, yeah. Sandbag Christmas tree with a little star on the top. Like, doesn't that huh. just look awesome? It looks so good. We should wish we could do it, but we won't count our blessings. Did they have a gunny on a shelf, too, or no? No. No, they had a gun. I like that goodie. Gunny we on we a should shelf. get a yes. And we should get a, a gunny on a shelf. Oh, yeah. gunny on an ammo can. Yeah. Gunny and then an this is their can. POS. When you go to buy something, if you were to, you they have like these uh, the gas cans with the, the POS built right in on on top of some crates. That's I just cool thought enough. it looked really neat. It was the only military themed thing at Disney, other than well, I guess that's really it. Did you take any pictures of the Disney green? The go away green? Yeah. I, I couldn't find any. Of course. That's awesome, <laughs> though. But it, I, I would love to be able to do that. Just to... Yeah. So what's the story behind the go away green? It's a green, color green that they depicted, that they, they chose yeah. that you, that the human eye kind of doesn't focus on. Bypasses so when they, completely. yeah. So if they had a little construction area or if there's a dead area behind something, they'll paint this green so your eye doesn't see it. Because when you're in, like, okay, not so much California where we were, but in Florida, you can't see out of the park. All you see is what you see. So oh. it doesn't take you out of being in this S- mythical place. So it's similar to when my kids make a mess and they're just completely blind to it and they don't. Yes, see it correct. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's don't see the green. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, that's that is neat. all. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right. Can I get that in a camo color? With the go away camo. Yeah. It, you can just like paint yourself <laughs> completely Disney green, yeah. and you can just blend. Can in. I paint my lawn and house the same color? Oh, I did lie though. There are. There is more military stuff at Disney. They're the Toy Story. Yeah. Toy Story Toys, has a sergeant. Toy yeah. Soldiers. We saw yep. them again. They're, they were in the most of the world's uncomfortable outfits, but they were out there wandering around. Did you again. go to the Star Wars spot? Because that's kind of military, too. Yeah. Star Wars. In a different way. There's two rides. I rode one of them, but I, I won't go back and ride either of, the, of them again because I don't. They're, they're awesome. Like if you get a chance to go, they are the best rides they have. But I don't do well with those 4, 4D rides where... You're in a cart, but they have a screen, and the cart's moving, and it's moving with the screen, and like it's just it's oh, I disorienting. Any, like, I don't want any part of that. See, I, like, I do better on those because it's yeah. hard to drink and go on roller coasters at the same time. Yeah. Disney doesn't really have a lot of like. Yes, they have a few roller coasters, but they're really more attraction based. Yeah, yeah. But if you guys get a chance to go, definitely do Star Wars in either Florida or or California. Do you they're see awesome. much augmented reality in California? Uh, a lot. I of think California reality. is augmented reality. Wow. <laughs> what do you mean, Joe? I just augmented reality. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um. Yeah. Anyways, let's move on. Jennifer Montressor, nice to see you. Greetings. Nice to see you. Um. We can't talk about sauerkraut because there's no sauerkraut tonight. But what we can talk about is the vault. You guys have been off the vault for two weeks, so we're going to get to that right now. But I also want to tell you guys, so I logged in this morning again to look at our podcast numbers, dreading what I was going to see because we've been off for two weeks. We're still third in our bracket where we hover between three and fifth. We're still third in our bracket. And all the last 10 podcasts where they normally are, they're all upped. So people have gone back and... So like what people are looking us out and finding us. Well, what, you, what you're telling us is we become more popular when we're not on the air. What is exactly. our what is our bracket? Less is more. Perfect. Like minimalism. What bracket yeah. are yeah. we in? Um, by Grooster in the in the YouTube chats is uh, he found us over the holidays. And so that's, he, that's might, he might be the one download that boosted our numbers. That's right. Did you yeah. download a half a podcast? <laughs> because our numbers are through the roof, my friend. No, but I think that's the thing. Like when people are off, they change their habits and they start finding finding more things. So hopefully, I just figure with people not at work and school, hopefully there would still be people watching, yeah, they and listening, eat, and they, they and they were dummies de- and like, listen to podcasts a lot of our, for hours. A lot of our as as. Like legacy podcasts, our, our old ones, sure. we're, we're getting upped as well. So. But, it, but it's interesting that, you know, people were digesting content still because I was 
I was chock full of uh, activities and uh, so much room for activities uh, over, <laughs> over the course of the two weeks that uh, it's actually a break to be back now. Yeah. Did you get bunk beds for Christmas? I'm sorry? Did you get bunk beds for Christmas? <laughs> we made bunk beds, but... <laughs> nice. <laughs> Well done, I got liquid paper to put on a bee. It does. Died. Oh. Um, Some black vault. leather gloves. So, by the way, Devin Schwartz says that Bud or and Tom K episode got the most plays, huh? <laughs> I don't know. I, I have to go back and know. look at our podcast. It's different on YouTube. The algorithm's different. We fall flat on YouTube because we're not in the 10-minute to 12-minute sweet spot that everybody goes into. Because because we're an hour, it's hard. Um, that's the podcast t- is that's the magic spot right there. An hour, but that's a tough one to to re- really be able to assess because that was when the world was locked down. We were all doing Zoom uh, behind the bunker, right? So there wasn't a whole yeah. lot of entertainment. Yeah. Not that not that this is entertaining, but those numbers can be elevated simply because people had nothing else to do in the world. Yeah, yeah. No, has absolutely. nothing to do with the riveting conversations that we have. We uh, have some clearly, riveting conversations. Clearly, the guests. Yeah. Uh, the, clearly, the, the, the guests Tom and uh, and and Bud were were the appeal, were the pull. But yeah, um, yeah like it's uh, it, it's tough to say during those dark periods of uh, of our history. Yeah, um, what the numbers would be like if we were well, in we studio. Don't- we don't fanboy over anybody. We I have do. fun. Like when Wolf's in, we're, we I know we've known Wolf Gavin for years. We have fun with him because we have a good rapport with him. You know, whenever someone's online with us that we we're interviewing that we've never met before, you know, we do give them you know some some added attention. But when Bud Orr and Tom Kay were on, we all had stars in our eyes, and I don't even think I remember what we said. I just listened to them. See, I could listen to them breathe. See, here's the interesting happy. thing about that. No. Now that we look back on it, and like we got Tom K and we got Butter around, that was awesome. We should have overshot our shot and absolutely everything. Now that I understand how bored people were, like I think we could have had a really good shot getting Dan Aykroyd on. Because <laughs> what was he doing? Yeah, nothing. No, but right? Said- we could have called any random celebrity a star or something. Sent a fucking email or something to someone absolutely insanely like Justin Bieber was down the street he sure was Colin Cooper we should have called him he's played paintball before because hey Biebs come on in the podcast he was probably like yeah I got nothing to do anyways yeah. Colin Cooper said this is entertaining this is super entertaining ever since the pandemic I run around yelling French <laughs> and by the way Colin how did your uh, meeting at Human Resources go after that by the way <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, why My don't we joke get to... was so funny. HR wants to hear it. <laughs> yeah. Why don't we get to Joe's vault, ladies and gentlemen? Uh, it's been two weeks in the making, and uh, we'll be right back. Hey, it's uh, Joe from Flaggers Paintball here with another segment from the vault where you go back in history, back in the early days of paintball, show you something that's kind of cool, something that's old, and something you may not have seen before. Today, I'm going to show you some old gloves long before JT had the motocross version of the Flexon glove, followed by the Kevlar glove, and then Thunderwear introduced their fingerless gloves that originated in the water sports industry. Many of us that were playing paintball were wearing these. These are um, pilot gloves, U.S. Air Force, U.S. Army pilot gloves. They have Nomex back, um, leather palm, pretty great. Um, Airsoft guys and Milsim guys may still wear these, but these were very common on paintball fields because they were readily available as surplus items. Super durable. The only downfall to these when when they got wet or your hands sweat, often your hands would turn black and you would have black stains on your hands for 24 to 48 hours. But anyway, they were an awesome glove. They weren't padded, but they were perfect for what we needed them for, playing paintball and getting outside and enjoying ourselves. Anyway, thanks for watching From the Vault. We'll see you next time. Pew, pew. This is Pete Davidson from Manscaped. (laughs) Surprise your girlfriend. (laughs) Let's show them how hairless we could be, boys. Presentation matters. Don't make me get specific, because I will. Shave your dick. Shave it, baby. You got a hot date. I've been using this guy long enough to where I think it's time we went into business together. Meet the new face, among other parts, of Manscaped. 
fantastic. Yeah. Gavin was just in the in the in the break here talking about. Why are you going to talk about this? Because it's a good segue. The <laughs> body right. buffer. Yeah. So the body buffer basically is like a loofah sponge, but pretty much it's got a little handle on the yeah. back. So it's still it's like a silicone brush, but it it, it works well and yeah. it exfoliates. Uh, my skin has never been softer. <laughs> no, so I like I like how you left out the part about Gavin's nipples. That was, that was classy. It's gentle on the nipples. Well, they used to be nipples. Now they're nubbins. Been wearing <laughs> no, no, I didn't wear them down. I just tried to scrub them off. I've actually shaped them. They're, uh, they're, they're deadly weapons now. Hashtag nubbins. Um, yeah, what, are no, gonna, what are you going to spill all this I, on the shirt? It's in the I middle would like of winter time. It, but it's I, great. But it's I have great. an eight-year-old daughter, and if there's anything in the tub or in the shower that's not related to the shower, it becomes an instant toy. And she'd be <laughs> painting stuff on the wall with that thing. Like, uh, yeah. The body buffer is good. So yeah. if you, uh, you know what, the BTB code is still working, BTB20, oh. uh, hit Manscaped. Pick up the body buffer, the the soaps, the salves, all of that stuff is fantastic. Speaking of body buffer, yeah, buddy. remind me in the after show to tell you what I bought this year. I don't want to know. No, no, no. <laughs> what the um, hell's wrong with you? Body um, buffer. You're yep. going to want to know. Okay. I'm pretty what? excited about it. I didn't buy it. It landed in my lap. So I'm, I'm, I'm yeah. And you may have seen it outside when you walked in. If you ha- if you look very closely, the um, what were they called? The individual white pack is like crop mob or something. Yeah, like that? yeah, yep. I had those for like at work for emergency situations and construction. They were fantastic. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Like, good I, bailout. I did a big order for pre Christmas, and I'm gonna have to re up shortly. Uh, a couple of products I said uh, are back ordered, so when they come in, I'll do yeah. another order. BTB but, uh, twenty. BTB twenty, baby, twenty yeah, percent off. Yeah. Um, hey, before we get into tonight's topic, which is uh, scenario games, big games, do you like them? Why, why not? And we have all your sheets. You guys probably have them somewhere. We want to hear from you guys, and we're going to watch the live YouTube chat as well as the uh, live Facebook chat for your answers. But before we do that, we're going to get into one thing, and it's uh, me telling you about Planet Eclipse. Did you know that every gunfight bunker uh, or gunfight has a story? Now is the time to pull the trigger on a Planet Eclipse product, whether you are storming the beach or landing the snake, make sure your story has a happy ending. Planet Eclipse, creators of those happy endings. Plumes, puffs, and clouds. EG Smokes give you the cover, color, and contrast you need if you're taking pictures into picture or want to be out of the picture. Pull a pin on an EG product. Hashtag pop smoke. Air Ups, inflatables designed to hold air all day. Designed and manufactured in America by Brent Davis and his crew, nothing can beat Air Ups. They're thick welded seams, stainless steel hardware, and they have multiple color and print options available. So don't let your game be deflated. Get Air Ups at airups.com. Rome was not built in the day, but you sure can look good while doing it. Ruthless now offers fully supplemented team packages. Everything you need to look good on the road to victory. Use the promo code BTB15 to save 15% off your order. Exalt, often imitated or copied, but never duplicated. The Exalt brand is constantly evolving to keep you out front and in the game. It is tournament ready, battle proven, and available worldwide. Worldwide. DLX, inspired by the best, DLX has created the new benchmark in high performance markers with the TM40. The evolution continues now with the light, sleek, and fast. The TM40 only available from DLX. From boondocks to boulevards, whether you're sidewalk surfing or blazing a trail, one wheel leaves the riding to you. Charge and go day or night. Use the promo code BTB10 to save 10% off your new ride. Ride519.com. It's never too early to play holiday music, and it's never too early to start thinking about gifts, whether it's it's for a friend or, or the friend in your pants. You can make this season to be jolly with Manscaped. Do your little drummer boy a favor and use the Lawnmower 4.0 to avoid another silent night in the bedroom. Then add Manscaped top of the line shower products to have people thinking all I want for Christmas is you. Santa cares about his sack and so should you. Look nice when you get naughty by going to manscaped.com and use the promo code BTB20 for free shipping at 20% off. There you go. Thank you to all of our sponsors, and thank you to you guys for supporting the show by watching and downloading uh, every week. Um, and if you're only able to stay for a little while during uh, while you're watching on Facebook or YouTube, head on over to download it as a podcast. will come right to your phones every day, or every week rather, um, and subscribe there. And you won't miss a minute. You'll be able to watch it while at work, traveling, or, or commuting. So do you guys like or dislike big games and scenarios we're gonna we're gonna watch you guys in the live chat um 
Nice to see Butternuts back in the uh, YouTube chat. Butternuts. <laughs> I love that. Butternuts. Yeah. So, big games. Who wants to start? Gavin, what do you got? All right, on my sheet, he says, uh, well, it's Bertel Wallowitz. Uh, of course, I managed the biggest in Europe because of this special feeling that you get uh, that you only get together with a thousand players at the game start. Colin Cooper, with a, with life being busy to me, big games slash scenarios are the best bang for the buck. All full nonstop day of play. An opportunity to unite with like-minded people, friends, and family. That uncontrollable grin on my face as I prep for the day. Big games pull good-sized groups of people together of different skill levels. It's awesome to chat with other players, see and chat what they are playing with and their setups. I can't wait to receive my next objective from the Phoenix Project big game. Well, Colin, Ooh. we hopefully the Phoenix Project will rise out of the ashes or out of a grassy field or knoll and we'll get you a big game. First, we have to build it, but then once we build it, Colin, people will come. They sure will. <laughs> oh, yeah. Gavin, you got me. The body buffer. <laughs> Ew. Uh, real bag of chips. I know I, him. I had two paragraphs commented, but erased it. Love the show. <laughs> Wolf Critchlow in the live chat says, I've done nothing but big games and scenarios, and I've never looked back and all this. See, I've said the same thing about Wolf for a while, except for the part about the big games. <laughs> You're giving him a hard time. Jason Dunaway says, yes. I am. He's not here. He can't punch me if he's not here. With the <laughs> exclamation mark. And he says, his favorite is Super Game. Uh, the host is what makes a great game. Do it for the love of the game and not for the money. You intend to get better group of players and friends. Uh, Fred J. Brown says, only thing to do anymore. Just a vibe. Eric Odin, I may be the only no, but I still play big game scenarios, but I still prefer no smaller games. Big games all end up being long ball competitions. Yeah. Butternuts says, I love scenario games, especially when there is objectives to do just, uh, to do not just shoot people. My aim is terrible. Jeff Tyrone <laughs> has a slightly different approach. He says, yes. Three words. Target, rich, environment. Sounds right. true. Uh, Sean Rudel says, yes, if I don't have to write it, I love it. <laughs> he misses the Phoenix yeah. Projects. Oh, the Phoenix Project. I want to cry. And Devin Schwartz, the Schwarzenegger, uh, says, Scenario Paintball is an absolute blast. Uh, big games can be a load of fun as well uh, with a proper experience and or guidance. Uh, they, get plenty, uh, they do get pretty hectic, uh, so passionate, com competent reps and staff can make a thousand percent difference in the player overall experience, no matter what. John, oh, sorry. John Jones says, got more into big games since I got an EMF 100. First use uh, was at Bertel Wallowitz's site in Poland. Absolutely fantastic site and scenarios. John, Joe Show and I want to come over, but Bert hasn't even given us an invitation yet. So I want to go over as well, and I want to have some of that ditch chicken I've heard so much about. <laughs> yeah, you got to be careful. A lot of it's raw. <laughs> Or slightly, slightly thawed. Uh, don't talk about that. Raw ditch chicken. Uh, there's a new restaurant that just opened up the street called Ditch Chicken. Did you not see that? I meant to tell you about it. Why do you guys got to be like that? John Jones is going to want nothing to do me. with you ditch chicken kickers. I'm going to start throwing off on the desk. Um, Eli Booth says, no. George, hey, love big games. Usually the only time I get to see some friends. Yep. George, you don't have any... George Hay was a. He used to visit us when we had. I miss George, George Hay. Yeah. Well, it's a funny story. George Hay is actually locked up in the Team Peg's basement, and he's only allowed out during big games. They velcroed his beard. <laughs> <laughs> Can't pull away. Uh, so Jason Day says, "Yes, it's paintball. I like paintball." Good answer. I uh, like that. Ryan Galvin says, "Personally, I like old school scenario games like Collapse is trying to bring back. I may be based, but meh." Uh, edit. Here's the answer. Why? At least for uh, at least for true scenarios, the story matters. It's advantageous for players to read it and be successful and enjoy the game. Props are interactive and immersive. Every player should have the opportunity to influence scoring or game outcome. Maybe I'm just old school. Carl Mozzie says I like scenario paintball. 
you do get to see your friends and meet new ones. The bad thing is when the game is adjusted during play to make sure everyone has a good time. It sucks when you work hard to score mm -hmm. and the field gives the other points uh, to the, make sure that they are in the game. Play hard and have fun. So Alan Martin says, not anymore. Uh, never enjoyed big games. Rec ball basically, or rec ball locally is uh, large enough in his, uh, his area. He says, since Neros used to play for 10 plus years and work in production, he plays one or two now and only half of the game. So he produces uh, four augmented reality uh, scenarios and um, not so much enjoying it, but seems to enjoy producing and uh, evolving the game. Yeah. Yeah. Tommy Tuomala says, good. Uh, fun condensed one day, bad, limited paint budget, and uh, uh, air softers on the field. So pros and cons of uh, yeah. playing. I still think a big game needs to be one day. Like the game itself, one day. You can have events before and after, but I, I don't know. I don't think you get the... I don't think you get the people that are going to stay for two days in a row. And I, I, I think for those teams that... Yeah, I don't know. I still think it's I a I think one you day. could have a Sunday a game on a Saturday. I guess, sadly, I think people want to play on a Saturday, but we always run our big games on Sundays. But I would be inclined to run it on a Saturday. Then on Sunday, you could do something for people that are able to stay around. You could maybe yeah. do something a little smaller or something themed for the Sunday. And then um, everyone would have played the um, big game on the Saturday and had an opportunity to travel. Although, playing on a Sunday, people get an opportunity to travel on Saturday, so I don't, it's tough. It's a, it's a it's a hard it's a hard call. Yeah. David Gamby says he used to enjoy them, uh, but fields and developers have become disingenuous with their scoring and transparency. Not that the W matters, but politics and pandering now play a role. Yeah. No, I get it. Wrong. I I think we'll we'll go around the horn here. I I I really enjoy. The big game, the scenario game, and even a paintball tournament for the fact that I get to see people I don't normally see all the time. You know, your paintball friends, if you want to call them that. I I have a love-hate relationship with scenario games. I, I really enjoy them, but they frustrate the crap out of me at the same time. You can be having a great day one moment and have that completely turned by something as simple as you know, a landslide or, or a ref making a bad call and then you losing half the field or just something. And I think there's a lot of pressure on those big games. You put a lot of time and effort into organizing them and getting them out there. And I don't, I can't remember who, what the name of the gentleman was that says that he used to, but he prefers just playing rental or, or scenario uh, recreational days at his field. But I kind of tend to agree. I, I think that, you know, playing a recreational day would be something that I would rather do but the big games are those one or two times a year for people to go and, and put all their effort in and have fun. So for that, for that I would do. But as a, as a person who only does scenario, like I know Wolf does, I don't know that I could do that. I do like that casual come to the field when you wake up, play some scenarios with your friends on the recreational field, and then go home when you're done or just shoot the shit when you're done your paint. I, I do like that. But as I say, the events, I love going to on the other hand, cause I get to see everybody. I don't know. Gavin, what do you... So I would agree with everything you just said. Uh, so I'm not a, not a fan of big games at all. We're just walls of people shooting paint, long balling. Uh, <laughs> you <laughs> Joe got upset, but you didn't I'm just kidding. Let's no. go continue. Like, so, uh, Challenge not, Park? Uh, not, not a big fan of just big games. Or, you know, they're yeah. so, you know, maybe it's territory, it's body count. It's just throwing walls of paint. Not a big fan of that. I love scenario ball play absolutely mission-based strategy with it i love scenario play uh but you know what it's kind of hard to you know now i'm a little bit longer in the tooth uh, a little bit more salt in the pepper um i love a good day of rec ball just randos showing up and uh you, you connect with them uh there's no better experience for me but uh what you're saying um what the appeal is for for scenario games or or, or big games is it's seeing friends you don't see very often, right? Yeah. So it's like when you go to a field, you know that the teams are going to be there. And it's, be able, it's nice to be able to, to connect with them. So yeah. for me, traveling, it's less about the gameplay. Although I love paintball, it's more about reconnecting with, with I, old I friends. I agree. I think you go to a scenario game, after you've played for a number of years, I think you go to a scenario game knowing what you're getting into, where when you first start out, you go to a scenario game with eyes, you know, nice and bright and you're happy and... You know what I mean? Like, it's nothing's, you're not jaded at that point. Yeah. Yeah. But I would rather just sit, you know, like, I mean, you you, you play some paintball, you, you run a few missions, and then 
people are going to hate this, but hanging out in the in the parking lot with with friends you haven't seen in like months or even like a year or two, uh, that's a great experience for yeah. me. That that's make, makes a great day. Eli Booth has a good point. He says the magic number is two to three hundred. I, I think every field has a magic number of what works best on them. Agreed. Yeah. But there, I I played big games that were oversaturated people versus games that were really weak with numbers, but the scenario was written well, and I had more fun with that than. Besides, then too, if you you know if you get into a you know a, a gunfight with a friend on the other side of the field, you get a chance to meet up, up 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 again later on. Where if it's a big game, you just get lost in the hordes of people. When you can smack talk your friend across the field, yeah, like absolutely. back and forth, I mean that, yeah, that's absolutely. fantastic. But then on the same token, I say that, but we've been to super game and there's thousands of people on the field, but it's such a large environment, and I don't know what Dan does, but it's it all just flows. Anyone Whatever that's it is, been, he breaks your bones. <laughs> But it yes. just it makes it makes sense, right? Like I said, Challenge Park as a as a tease, but we played Challenge Park when Living Legend was there, and the the field was shaped like an hourglass. It was a pinch point at the fifty, and you basically spent the entire time fighting the fifty, and then getting shot out and walking two miles out, and then coming back and doing the same thing. So it was a little frustrating. We played it on a Saturday for recreational paintball, and we had to we had the I corralled the referee so we could go play proper paintball because what the hell were they doing? How yeah. do you not shoot paint there? That's how. Yeah. Yeah. Josh, what do you think? I have a love-hate relationship. Gavin? Sometimes, yeah. Uh, sometimes you go, and it's like a great day. And like, yeah, you played with friends. You played some great paintball. And it's like, yeah, that was great. And then you go to the next one, and you're like, what the fire truck is this? It's awful. One of the things I think ruins big games is this idea that you're going to give out awards. Because there's always some nut job team that goes out there and decides, you know what we're going to do today? We're going to go out there and we're going to fight for most valuable team. And then they end up being jerks and they cheat all day long. Yeah. You know, and it's like, who, like, you're supposed to be out here for for fun. Yeah. Right? Like, you know, and they, they, you know, you hit them, they wipe, they continue playing. Like, it just, it crashes the mood of big games all the time. Yeah. And I think, I don't know if it's a lack of officiating, it's just a lack of morals on some people's parts. But I've been to other big games where it's just, it's been phenomenal. Yeah. Like, you know, you shoot somebody out and some guy pops up from the building and goes, nice shot. And then walks off and you're like, yeah. hey, that was great. You know, the next time you know, you're like, I've shot the same guy five times and he's still playing. You know, it's just, yeah. it's frustrating. And, I mean, that's I, why I, I like to have a W, but on the same token... But it, you, is it really you know, your W? It's like a giant team. It's like 300 people on one side. Like, Hey, I shot a couple people. Yeah, I, <laughs> I shot one or two. Yeah. And then I shot Gavin in the staging area. I shot a lot of trees. Yeah. A lot of props. Wolf I killed so many garbage that, cans. Wolf says he thinks that hardworking teams should get rewards. I agree, but I also agree with Josh. There are, and I'm not saying that that's the hardworking teams that are doing this, but there are groups of people on the field that are unfortunately caught cheating and, and, and put a bad name to that. But if everybody was... Honest and everything, I, I, it, yeah, it's hard. Wow. Yeah, if you've got an honest team and they're working, they're doing scenarios, yeah. they're scoring mega points, they're working together as a team. That's a great thing to see, and those people need to be yeah. recognized. They truly do. And Mike Thompson says that's why Sportsmanship Award is supposed to be one of the big awards. Amen. I agree. Absolutely. Yeah. We used to give away an award. Or, no, no, the wheels. biggest one is worst player ever. Yeah, that's one we were giving away, and it was it was awesome. People thought is that, that what was you're going to say. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. But I mean, we'd give it to. You know, we'd give it to the guy who like broke his leg or something, or or did something, you know, that was, uh, yeah. We didn't just pick someone. My favorite the is the guy who shows up with like thousands of dollars in equipment, and you've seen him play time and time again. He gets up there and goes up to the tech. He's like, "My marker's not working." And the guy's like, "Need a new battery." Yeah, that's worst player of the game right there. Yeah. Um, anyone else? Joe, do you Joe. have any closing closing well, thoughts too? I. You know, we started off doing super scenario, super involved scenario games where, you know, things were rolls of the dice and that's how points were accumulated and kills were accumulated. Then we kind of thought people were getting away from that and we sort of switched to a big game mode. And then we talked about, you know, getting back more to scenario based games, which I, I think people are, are looking for. But, you know, there's nothing, you know, better than, you know, putting your camouflage on and going to play small recreation mini scenario games on a recreational basis on, you know, Tuesday night or a weekend when we're not as busy. But I, I think, you know, I think a, a lot of the the demand or the 
people like like a big game because it is it's it's camaraderie you're meeting your friends you're seeing your friends it would be sort of a, a neat thing if you could maybe the day before the game takes place you do you know you do a meet and a greet or you do a like a, a a gear swap then the next day is your your game and people play and they have a good time and maybe it ends at a reasonable time so that people can mingle for a bit before they all have to drive away because everybody knows that there's parameters put on your time you have to get home you have to work you have a significant other at home that's waiting for your arrival you know things need to get done because people have lives outside of paintball contrary to popular belief but I, I think there's a way that you could create you know a big game or a scenario weekend that maybe doesn't include all play but includes meet and greets time to talk to your friends and it, you know swap gear swap story swap spit whatever you want to do <laughs> nice. i think yeah. it's i, I like think where this is going well, yeah. of course you do Gavin. i'm uncomfortable now <laughs> you, besides you're, you're since you've taken your sock off and you're rubbing my foot it feels pretty fantastic but anyway you know i think you know people have the, the sports evolved and people change and and as todd says genres have changed but i think we're, we're moving back to a scenario a world where we can probably create a little more in depth i think people want that because we're, we're evolving so more There's offerings a, to yeah. the uh, the weekend i agree there's a fine I, line to that though too right where you don't want to have it too in depth because we played a game i don't want to say what it was but it was based upon a video game and it was you weren't gonna have fun in that scenario unless you played that video yeah game. you need it needs, and it was hard to follow it, and understand. Need, it needs that's right you need to have it simple enough but i think you know you need but you need a, a variety you need to have missions that create firefights but then you need sort of these missions that send people on wild goose chases then you need sort Joe of, sends so many wild goose well, chases. Well, you need a, you need. Here's a toy can. shovel, Gavin. Go big up diamonds in the sand no, pit. Go, ret <laughs> go retrieve the art. The Whatever. Van Goghs, man. Well, I, got, I got the wrong art. The Van Goghs, but I got the wrong art. art. Well, the, <laughs> the, the World War II team, opposing team, raided all the art galleries and took all the art, but you didn't have the right artist that you were required to recover. L literacy it's not my fault. literacy is key. You we need, need, we need to, 40 millimeter need to, grenades. I need, found gas. You need to read the mission, not just go randomly <laughs> ransacking everything. But anyway, that's fine. We want, you know, we want everyone to have a good time and create missions and, you know, obviously they're memorable moments because you're talking about that. Yep, when I true. say go fly a kite and try to shoot it down, well if you can't, you can't. It's my UAV. Your UAV. Yeah. Standing on the field, some kid from the other team comes up and goes, Can I shoot that? I'd rather you not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, I agree with Joe's comment and sort of disagree to some degree. I, I, one thing I missed back in the day, going back pre 10, 15 years ago, people would go play paintball and they would spend eight hours. They would go, they'd show up in the morning and they'd spend the whole day. Now yeah. it seems like it's like not everybody, but most people come in. 10 you know, till 2 or 30. Yeah, but like a four-hour session, like a half-day session. So what I'm getting at is I miss when it used to be a full-day thing. So you'd get up in the morning, you know, hungover or not, you'd go to the field and you knew you are going to be there for the whole day. You'd pack a lunch and that's the thing. And why I like that is because in the morning you'd play your end-to-ends, your attack and defense, your, you know, whatever, your zombies, your dodgeball. And then at, you'd have lunch. And then starting at, as soon as you were finished lunch, you gather all the players together and say, listen, we're going to play this scenario. What's going to happen is you're going to have a multiple life or you can tag up. Here's a hospital and here's the missions and here's what's going to happen. And people got right into it. And if you if you ask people, you know, what their experience was, that was the highlight of the so day. We, was the we had the mission, Vietnam right? campaign game. That's how for, I got into the scenario. So for many yeah. years, that, we were doing like that before that. scenarios were a thing. But unfortunately, I think the scenario game now, when I said one day, people have a hard time even committing to one day. I, I, I'd love to be able to bring that scenario game back. And as you said, we can do it on like a Sunday afternoon when it's maybe a little quieter. But I wish people were doing eight-hour sessions so you could get people. See, when we used to do that, we'd get people involved every week. And then they'd hear that we'd have a full day worth of this game and they'd show up and your numbers would go through the roof. But people just don't 
play all day, unfortunately. But what, I, I, I wish one of did. the things that used to convince me to play all day and like get set the alarm clock for Saturday morning, wake up normally to do for work, get ready to go and get out to the field was I never wanted to miss the first game at the Kasuth Road uh, field because it was the drug lab. Yeah, and there was not never, for the first game. Yeah. I, I remember at first thing it, Saturday it was, morning. It shouldn't have been first no. thing Saturday morning. It was always the drug lab. It was always World and there War Two. Never a guarantee. I think he's talking second location. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, second location. Yeah, there was never a guarantee that you go back and play the drug lab. So my motivation in the morning was, I don't want to miss the drug lab, which was this giant two-story, fantastic with a fence all around the outside. And I remember saying, I need to get there. Because we might not play that two-story, ten-room house, twenty-four hundred square feet, surrounded by walls and other stuff. And two vehicles. It was phenomenal. It was pretty fantastic. It was amazing. And I just, I, I guess I had it. to get there and get ready because I did not want to miss. You know it. what, Josh? That field, which is the second location, yes. had a lot of fields. So you're right. Sometimes you would play it and you wouldn't have an opportunity to go back again yep. because there was so much train, so much variation that people just, yeah. you're right, would come back the week and after. you remember, to Josh, yeah, whatever jackass ref team started off, newbies <laughs> in the drug lab. Yeah, really. His name was Dion. They should be fired. But also no one was listening to Josh because that's back when his voice was like this and he didn't have <laughs> but, a beard. Yeah, actually <laughs> but like you know what i mean like that got me there and then it was just the rest of the day was the rest of the day right it, like, it's it's funny because when we when we left that costume road location we went to bingaman's and that was in 2008 and that's when paintball went from 2007 2008 to when it actually peaked and the numbers declined and then we that's sort of when we started running morning and afternoon sessions right, at that yeah. point at that point in paintball 2007 2008 2009 you went from all day play like todd said you arrive at 8 30 in the morning and you knew we included a barbecued lunch and then people would play until four o'clock and then it evolved to a morning session and an afternoon session and occasionally an evening session but it was it's it's like you know it's like the, we've talked about the NBA shortening games. It went session based. It's session based, and that's that's when paintball that's when paintball changed, and that that's not just a flag rate thing. That's a, a North yeah. America wide thing. When you went to session based gaming, you went to morning, afternoon, and evening sessions. But I I would I never forget the first day I heard that Joe said, "If you're for all day or half day play, come on over here." And I went. What? And somebody's like, yeah, there's half day play now. I was like, why? Why would someone only come play half the day? Yeah. And, then, and then all of a sudden it was like half the people that were there left. And then some other half people showed up. And it was like, oh, this is And people strange. were committing to just a couple hours, not even a half day. Well, yeah, yeah like and, just and, a couple and, hours. And as you know, when we, granted, we haven't operated for two years, sadly. But in 2020, we, you know, previous to that, people would show up at, you know, two o'clock and say, unfortunately, sorry, you can't play. But people, it's now you have certain certain groups, certain demographics that want the experience. They don't care that it's one game, an hour, and they're getting geared up and they're going out playing. They just want that experience. They want to take a selfie. Yeah. They say they were playing paintball. That's all they want. And they don't care how much it costs. Well, they care. But they don't they don't necessarily need that four hour or that eight hour amount of time. They just want that experience. It's like going skiing. They want to strap on the equipment. They want to get cold for twenty minutes and they want to ski down the hill, then they're happy. They, yeah, they would they go for hot chocolate and, they and there was home. There were, fulfilled that fantasy. There was a market that was also doing other adventure things on the same day. Yeah. Right? So like you're doing whatever multiple activities and so you're, the focal point is not just paintball. That was part of the day experience, right? Yeah. So you're only there for a couple hours because you have axe throwing or you have something else, right? And so, you know, it feels if you're paying attention, clearly you, you've tapped into this, looking to offer multiple um, a variety of activities so you can keep them there once, they're, once they walk in the door, right? So what are you doing to keep the people there? Yeah. See, and this is where I fall into this. I, I When I do something, I want to, I'm, I'm invested in it. Like if I go play I want on a Saturday, I want to play all day. Yeah. Our work went and did a, a, an escape room. It was an escape room it was 30 minutes long it was the most depressing short and anti-climatic i can't even say that word yeah anti-click no that's not right anti-climatic 
Clim- it's anti-climatic. Something with French lick? Uh, <laughs> yeah, but it was like we we're done. We're like, okay, there's three right now. We go to the other one. No, and no. Then we finish that. We go to the other one. They're like, no, no, no. You're done. You can go home. I was nice. like, what? Nice. It was like half an hour. Like I could have stayed at home and done funner things for free. Yeah. Yeah, I also would taken half an hour. Getting there and getting whatever, prepping and driving home. We did, and then yeah. and then we went out for um, beverages afterwards oh. for a couple hours. But it was like. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah, you did really good on that one clue where the thing was on the dartboard. And that was, yeah, that was neat. And that, that was it. Yeah. I was like, this is stupid. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I can imagine going to play one game of paintball and not be like, I want to play more. Yeah. We should uh, probably uh, oh, end the live stream Did we here. talk about too much paintball this episode? We did. Yeah, we, we did. Our percentage meter is already. That's our quarter for the year, right? <laughs> Well, it is 9 o'clock, so here's what we're going to do, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to continue to broadcast, but we're going to do it over on YouTube while we're recording for our podcast. So if you'd like to join us, head on over to YouTube or download this as a podcast. Also, uh, I teased it before the show. Remind me to talk about the after show, my body buffer. Not a chance. My body buffer. Not a chance. Um, I want to talk about racism in the after show. She plugs into the wall, my body buffer. So, ladies oh, and gentlemen, thank you for, for checking us out on Facebook. We're going to continue to broadcast if you're watching us on YouTube right now or if you're listening to us as a podcast. Don't go anywhere, even though we're saying goodbye. We'll be uh, right back momentarily. Don't be a freeloader. If you liked what you hear, make sure to hit the share button below. Also, follow us on our social media outlets like Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, ICQ, and now MySpace. If you want to join the conversation, post your comments and we might read them on the show. Yeah. All right. So, so ladies and gentlemen. So, so I was going to talk about Wolf during the show. I wasn't sure. I didn't know if anybody knew what his last name was, but I was at a hockey tournament this weekend and I ran into the white version of Wolf. And for those of you who don't know, Wolf isn't white. Okay. This might be shocking to you, but for those podcast listeners. Yeah. What? And get this. I pictured him white and black with get, fur. No, but get this. Their last name? Gritchlow. Oh, Gritchlow. I kid you not. <laughs> it was a dad, his son, and his daughter driving the same car Wolf drives. Really? <laughs> so I was like, what? And right there on the side of the bag, it said Gritchlow. I was like, no. And I was trying to figure out how to take a picture of the parking lot. And I was like, no, this is probably illegal. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it blew my mind. It was. A, I thought it was hilarious. That's funny. <sighs> It was a coincidence. Coincidental. Um, Something like that. Before I get into my body buffer, um, booty guys, buffer. Did you guys huh? catch white noise yet on YouTube? Oh, God. White noise? I tried watching that and no. I failed. Really? Yeah. I found it amusing. Search it up. You okay? If you liked, do you do you like the Royal Tenenbaums? I loved the Royal Tenenbaums. Okay, Hilarious so and like, uh, Life Aquatic. Yeah. Steve's. <laughs> So I showed my 18-year-old daughter Life Aquatic, and she is now going back and watching it. She's, well, weeks she'll be not. But yeah, so, oh no, she's not. She's 17. That's my other daughter. So she's 17 now. Your other daughter. (laughs) (sighs) Anyways, she's now watching Life Aquatic for the second time. Excellent. Um, But no, it's, it's like, it's this subtle humor. Like, the guy's in, I'm not giving anything away here. The guy's in the station wagon, it's in the trailer, and he drives into a river. And the river has taken his car away, and he, they're all just standing. Like they're, they're all just sitting there, like, "What? To, what do we do?" And his car hits this rock and sort of changes its trajectory. So what does he do? He takes the wheel and he just subtly turns it the other way, <laughs> right? And they're just kind of looking and they're having a conversation, right? He hits another rock and he kind of tries to correct it the other way. And you can see the wheel in the water turning, but it's not going. Anyways, it's subtle humor like that that I enjoy. The, the premise is kind of stupid. I'm, I, I'm five, ten minutes away from finishing it, so don't give me the ending. What's it called? Watch white noise? White noise. Okay. White noise. And it's only on YouTube? Netflix. On Netflix? It's a movie on Netflix. Oh, okay. Yeah. So check that out. Um, also, have you guys been getting any, with Christmas and stuff, any new scams? I've been getting texted repeatedly. Oh, that, parcel uh, stuff for me. Oh, Parcels. And also, hey, I, I'm going to deposit that money later on. What's your whatever I, or email? I, or, and then I, today, someone texted or someone emailed me saying that um, they, they found my Bitcoin. They're going to send, send me my thing. It's like $53,000, blah, blah, blah. And then here's a link to, link to click. It's like, yeah, okay. But yeah, they're uh, they're getting strong. Indeed. Have you seen any good ones? No, but uh, well, it, 
Have you fallen for any of them yet? I haven't fallen for anything, <laughs> but there's been a couple of times I've been tempted, uh, like with Amazon stuff. Like, obviously, with the holidays, you're a lot of purchases with Amazon, and I'm like, do I click link? I'm like, no, they never. What are you, stupid? They never communicate yeah. via text. There is a good one, too, that I heard that uh, Amazon is calling you to let you know that you purchased something and they want to refund it. Excellent. So, and yeah. they just need your credit card number to put the money back in your card. Your account or, yeah, yeah. whatever it is. Um, yeah. So I, I've been without a vehicle for a couple months and I've been trying to buy a used one because buying a new one right now is just as hard. The amount of scams that are out there now for buying cars on Facebook is huge. People want, like, it's some guy in Mississauga who says, like, oh, well, we're a dealership and we're very, very busy. And people have been canceling out appointments. I need a down payment. A deposit, yeah, yeah. I need yeah. a deposit. I'll hold the vehicle for you for a day or something. Like and then, yeah, just, just a scam. So that's probably why Facebook has taken all vehicles off Facebook Marketplace. I got a notification the other day they are no longer doing vehicles and something else. Oh, they're all over the place. On Facebook Marketplace. No, yeah. they're still there. I enjoy the people. Like, for a time, I was looking for a C-can. You're this pulling way back about a year ago. And people were listing C-cans for sale using pictures from other people. And right. so you have to contact these people. And they'd run through, like... And C-cans were very popular and hard to find at that time. So they were taking deposits from people and then... You know. Yep. There's tons of vehicles on Facebook marketplace. Okay. Well, I'll check it out. I, 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 if I can find that notification I got, I'll let you know. So anyways... Just click the link from your text. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, I learned my lesson with the Nigerian prince. So I have a friend... And the Saudi Arabian prince. You have a friend? I have a friend, wow. and she... Um, oh, it's, it's a, a lady girl? friend. Yeah. I'm trying... Oh. I, I don't want to give too much backstory. Anyways... It's not the dog, this, is this, it? This, this, this friend that I know, she... <laughs> Back about ten years ago, had rear-ended this lady and, and had a car accident. It is the dog. She was an older older lady at the time, and now obviously much older. She's <laughs> in her nineties, and uh, she's been since the accident. They kind of became friends, and she's been helping helping her out. And uh, you know, she's in an assisted living now. And, and anyways, long story short, so they had to move a lot of her stuff out of her apartment because they were they couldn't get in and out. And if an ambulance ever got called, mm. she'd never never got out. So they stripped a bunch of stuff out of there, and I was in there helping her, and I said, what is that? And I pulled out one of those machines where you stand on a platform, you face the machine, and it's got this big rubber band that comes around (laughs) your belly. Shut your mouth. And you turn the thing on, and it shakes your rubber belt. (laughs) You really had that? It's in my garage. Is it? So I asked, I said, like, what are you doing with that? And she's like, well, we got to get rid of it. And I said, like... Can I have it? She goes, what do you want it for? I said, I have no idea, but I'd like it. Can we shoot video Shaking this summer cans. of all of us? We'll do yes. bu- we'll do bumpers. <laughs> yes. <on this> thing. <laughs> do our reads. Yeah. <laughs> Arabs. <laughs> but yeah, so it's in my garage. And I didn't realize, like when you see them on TV and stuff, you don't realize, but it has a base to keep it from falling over. Yeah. But it's this big, heavy cement thing. So you stand on it and... It's got the rubber band on, and we are yeah. trying that this summer. Each and every yeah. one of us are trying. I agree. That. I agree. Oh, how does that even work? <laughs> I like, don't like, know. What was the philosophy behind it? Like you stand there and it jiggles your belly, but if you break your spine, you lose weight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess. I, I know what the premise is behind it. But Just, what? Like the the premise was to loosen up muscles, which would shake up the fat and let it distribute to different areas of your body. Is it like Dr. Ho shock thing? Yeah, it's exactly like the TENS machine. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, we can we can try and, it out when I... <laughs> and little known fact, the Titanic, one of the decks where the gym was located was lined on each side of the ship facing out into the ocean, four of those machines on each side. Wow. Hmm. hmm. All right, we're all doing it with shakers. We're going to have margaritas <laughs> and tight abs. Well, it's funny you should say that. I'm not, I'm not going to do anything but tease us right now, but we may, the four of us, have to have a competition in something in the next few weeks, and I'm looking for ideas or suggestions on what we would have to do to compete to, in order to win a prize. So, um, Okay. I, I want to change mine. I'm not going to be drinking moder- margaritas. In honor of John Jones, who said he's looking forward to the TikTok, I will be eating a bucket of KFC. <laughs> Jesus. Yes. I was thinking, what if on that machine, we all had to put or replace a lid on an egg loader? 
and put the spring back in properly. <laughs> what about one of those machines with the wire in the circle and you got to get it all the way around or you get shocked? And listen. Oh, that's good. That's I'm good. liking where the season's oh, going. No. <laughs> Order up some more gummies. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'll get on the uh, I'm disappointed my gummies oh, didn't do anything to you. Tech an evil omen sad. while you're on the machines. Well, no one would win that. Let's be honest. That's the point. Yeah. Anyways. Um, and Joe, I have a... Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll share with this after the show. Anyways, any last closing thoughts from you guys before we go? Anyone get anything good for Christmas? No. Actually, oh, I got a car. I bought myself a car. A luxury, a luxury automobile. <laughs> oh, yes. Was it, I just bought it from a dealership. Did you have to put it together with Lego? No. I bought a Lincoln. Oh. I'm seriously considering a career change. Was, a it, John, was it John Voight's? <laughs> was it a Lincoln? No. no where, that where was they, they, were they asking no, for LeBaron, interesting trades? No, it was a LeBaron. LeBaron. Yes. LeBaron. Yes. Were they in, asking for LeBaron. interesting trades? <laughs> yes. I got a mail truck. No, yes. <laughs> No, no, I, I have some I got bottles I'd like to depo- or, uh, go back for deposit. I got a Lincoln SUV, and I was, was going to go be a lawyer. Ah, nice. nice. Shows up. I don't have cool. Navigator money. I got MKX. I, no, I was thinking Matthew McConaughey, and then I could get hair plugs at the same time. Oh, I hate Matthew McConaughey. All, all, right, right, all, right, all, right, all right. But that right. Lincoln lawyer that you're talking about, that was a good show. I Hopefully, they'll that come was up a with the second show. season. The book was better. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. Um, ArcDog73 gets the last comment of the night. says, what about kraut-flavored KFC? Oh, now you got me hungry. KFC (laughs) and Kraut. (laughs) Yeah. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you, Gavin Sharma, for being on the the first first show of our 12th season. That's right. Happy New Year, everyone. Thanks so much for listening to us and downloading us and all that wonderful stuff. Uh, We'll see you next week. And make sure you share this program or let people know what's going on uh, so they can join you as well. Thank you so much. I just realized when I said that 12th season, that's a long, a long time. It's um, like SUV. This whole fat shaking machine, that's not our jump in the shark, is it? <laughs> no. Jump in the shark. Jump in the shark. Never mind. Yeah. You don't ha- know that term? Hail Mary, last ditch attempt for gotcha. potential viewers. <laughs> yeah. We it was need on, it was so on bad. Fonzie. Fonzie, Fonzie jumped the shark. It's, yeah, he it's did. the last downhill before they introduce the new character. Ah. It's the Ar- Armin Tamzarian episode. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Poochie. Poochie. Yes. That's yeah. what it was. Yeah. yeah. Joe, thank you for being on the show. Thanks for having me. And we'll see everybody next week on Behind the Bunker Monday night at 8. And uh, Josh Zubizabrikas. May or may not be here and it may or not be drunk on sauerkraut. So we'll see. Nice. Kraut juice, baby. Love it. Kraut juice. Nice. Thank you for Matt. So pushing buttons tonight. Yep. We'll see you guys next week.